Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Vialucci Podcast. Honest, uncensored, and unedited discussions about life and everything in it. So sit back, relax, and let's start the show. He's just like, Karema's just like, it's like herding cats. It's like herding smoky cats. Are we live now? Yeah, we're doing that. We're doing that. <laughs> what a perfect intro for us to come into. So here we are. Here we are. Our personal Hello. development podcast. First of December, so it's the official Vialucci Personal Development Day. Oh yeah, because uh, you start your uh, your new year on the first. Well, of I December. don't because mine are every single day. So personal development resolution, your new year's resolution. Yes, is first of December. That's right. when officially you should be starting all your resolutions when you, when you, you are going to have them when you say officially do you mean this is something that personal development as a kind of thesis calls for or something no it's you, i well i am personal development i i, I loan out personal development to the word personal development Fair so enough. it can be used but it refers okay. to me so if you are personal development. I am flesh. It. I am the yeah. I'm personal development. And uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, what that is? Is no, that don't worry. That's a South Park uh, rip off. Okay. Anyway, Karen. So <laughs> my thing on my personal development journey is you yes. have failed. Yes. In your journey of self improvement. Yes. If you go along with the beginning of the year, New Year, New You, January first all the bullshit that's on the TVs about, well, what are we going to do this year and your resolutions and all the phone-ins about what you're going to do, all that shit. It's basically, you do, if you do want to change things about your life, you start on December the 1st because that's the hardest month to do it on. If you have any excuses, which there are excuses, family, got to do this, got the staff party, there's no point, I got a drink, you know, I got pies, I can't not, this, the blah, blah, blah. Any excuses tell you if you're full of shit or not. So if there are excuses, it means you're full of shit and other people's parties and that and family, that's more important than your self-improvement. If you do, but it depends what your self-improvement is. Cause if you're going to be healthy, more off. Sound. Uh, and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> uh, if, uh, if, um, it's going to be healthy. Your, yeah, but surely. what if your self-improvement is uh, to be more sociable, to be more... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, out, but as a general... Get out there. To, to drink well. more. <laughs> no, but I mean, that, it doesn't necessarily, but you might be that you're a bit of a recluse and you're a bit sort of... Um, you have a bit of social anxiety and whatnot, so yeah. wouldn't it be better to be out there in the party season? Yeah, but you, you're nitpicking at things. As a general rule, you know, yeah. a bit, it's always going to be about one money and uh, health and, excuse me, weight and things like that. That's the main one, getting in shape and all that sort of stuff. It's why all the gyms become full in January. Yeah. So as a general rule, if your personal development starts at the first of the year, you've already lost and you've already become the same as everybody else. You've bought into the marketing of personal development and you listen to all the same daytime shit that you've been listening to for 30 years about going to change this, going to change that. They get somebody on who knows about it and you're basically full of shit. If you do it December 1st, when you've got all the excuses against you why you shouldn't do it December 1st, if you do it then, then you come into the new year having started, not when you're at your most fattest and poorest. So, personal development starts, the I'm christening the 1st of December, 1st of December as personal development day. If you don't do it then, you failed and I'll How see you next year. How pissed are you going to be if someone, said, if someone had already uh, christened it? doesn't bother me because i yeah. am it you are it so it doesn't you're you're using my identification i i'm copywriting it i am it 
You're now right. and in history, yeah. because I've looked in history for people and I found bollocks all over the place. Um, so, so no wiggle room around Christmas. Uh, what do you mean? No, that's the whole point. You're doing it at the hardest point. It's easy to do things at the easy times. You're doing Christmas, it the Christmas Day, you can stuff your face, right? Why? You're making these shoes. What? See, now the, this, the, you're it's, doing the one, it. it's the one day a year you get together no, with family, no, 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 you no, argue. There's, there's no one day <laughs> You drink too much and you fall asleep <laughs> in front of a Pixar movie. I mean, it's, you know. <laughs> Listen, as I've always said, if you set goals, yeah. there's no birthday, there's no Christmas day, there's no AM, there's no PM, there's no Friday, there's no Sunday. It's irrelevant. It is, you set the goals and it, the days that are added in are arbitrary and they mean nothing. There are excuses. There's doing the thing and there's excuses. So, do as Master Yoda said, do or do not. There is no oh, try. Oh, I like Master Yoda. Yeah. What else did he say? Um, <laughs> say something going ridiculous. Going now there. am I, yes. Mm. Oh, there you go. So, <laughs> I don't remember that specific quote. Oh, there was this. Yeah. Going now? Going now am I, yes. So, <laughs> take him to him, yes. Yeah, I meant something. Oh, as in, right. right. What, something philosophical? Yeah, what words have you ever said? Um, Something philosophical, death, life, meaning, truth, honesty. Well, he talks about how there's no difference between, you know, we're all one luminous being. Luminous beings are we. Not this crude matter. matter. Yeah. 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 Uh, Lovely stuff. What was the original one he said? Try not do or do not. Yeah, that's it. Do do or do not, there is no try. And there's a bit of error. Are we good, Karim? Oh, okay. Okay, the video stop doesn't... there then. What, the video? No, I don't worry about the video. Is the audio okay? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Video schmidio. Yeah, but Ooh, we've got the audio. Yeah, it yeah. killed the radio star. <laughs> now it's. Well, now we have our revenge. So, uh, as I was saying, so personal development starts the first time, and anything else you say yeah. is weak. Okay, what, what, what does, like, uh, this isn't me playing my kind of devil's advocate. I come from this from a complete place of ignorance yeah. well not really like, what is personal development like what does it it's, mean it's I, can understand, I can understand like you literally look and go personal development okay that's self-improvement that's it's yeah. another way of saying self-improvement yeah so it basically means i mean the health is always going to be the first thing health and just general happiness yeah but it's always going to come back to things like health and just broadening your horizons usually with <clears throat> what i would say with personal development is you're going to introduce stuff that's it's not going to say it's the easy bit, but it's not always the easy bit. It's it's tough to make things stick and last, which is why you do this on December the first to see if you really mean it or not. Yeah. The second thing is you all you have to give up stuff as well. It's a it's not just doing getting stuff in. It's giving stuff up, and that's probably the harder bit. Um, most people fail with personal development that I've known is because what they try to do is they try to drag their life with them and introduce stuff and it doesn't work because most of the time when you're not doing stuff it's because you're doing a lot of bad stuff but it's hard to give stuff up it's hard to knock a relationship on head it's hard to quit the job or do whatever but you've got to do it you can't just add stuff in and pile it on and think things are going to stay the same because what you're trying to do is trying to change the sort of 360 degrees of what is you and you can't drag everything with you and do new things it doesn't work so you do have to cut things out. You do have to go, wrong. I'm going to stop doing that and do this instead. So that's hard for people because the the, the change is the problem with people. People don't like change. Um, oh, there was a saying, somebody heard, um, uh, and it was true. He, he said, uh, oh, what was it now? Hang on. And it's funny if he was a personal development guy, but as all decent ones, the, the dead, they, they died a long time ago. 
and basically it was saying um you only change really some most people only change when the the fear of remaining the same is worse than the fear of the change right so it's hard to change and all that but it's only when you go to the point of cracking where you go i am sick to fucking death of this happening again and again and again so whatever's going to happen in the future is fucking better than my life like this yeah and that's usually when you people change because you're forced into it but you have to you have to remove people from your life you have to do stop doing certain things you have to change your job and maybe get a job that pays less and, and you let go of the car payment and the, the three bedroom flat and move to a single flat when i used to actually help people with personal development i'd say to them if you are serious because i i haven't got i don't do this thing of trying to appeal to masses i'm really not bothered so it's like trying to convert a trump supporter stop trying to convert them it's not gonna happen they are what they are let some of them might move around a little bit but generally they don't want to know the truth so with personal development i'll say this if you really how, how long was that on the trump timer <laughs> oh my yeah trump again there we go so i'd say to you if you really want to change let's just pretend you work in an office but actually you want to be an actress let's just pretend right, okay you say right so the, the tell me about the people around you because that's mostly important what's going on around you so yeah, no point yeah, ignoring definitely. that what are your problems? Well, this and that, and you know, I've been uh, dating a guy or whatever, and this and that. I say, right, first of all, from understanding that situation, you need to cut that out. Cut that out. What else have you got? Well, we share rent, and I've got to give him 800 pounds. Right, well, you can't be doing that because you know, you've got a burden. You're living in somewhere you don't need. Well, I've got a car payment. Right, get rid of that car and buy one for a thousand pounds. And what you do is move to a, living in a room and with no TV. Don't put a fucking TV in there suddenly when you've got nothing to do and that person they go oh should we go out this time should we go and you're doing nothing yeah when you remove all that and you're sat on your own i call it the rocky apartment when you're just in a poxy little apartment and nothing's happening suddenly you start going i've got to get out of here and i've got to do something so most of the stuff problems are things that are attached to you that you need to let go and that's the harder bit because people make excuses whatever you say do this they're risk averse so they go well if i and it, well what i'll do is and you go you failed already you know you're not really wanting to do this so you need to get to a place as i said to one girl actually you understand there's people like me out there that they've moved down to london they've got nothing you know from a single parent family yeah. and they're working 24 hours a day that money they spend they don't go out on weekends with it they they get singing lessons or they get acting lessons that they can't afford but you're up against them so you want to be successful understand there's a thousand other people right now so you're going well what i'll do is you're already at the bottom of the pile so it's about giving up a lot of stuff yeah now it doesn't have to always be about career but that's the general thing um but the weight loss, anything like that, who are you around? Where do you, what job do you go to? Where do they go at lunch? There's no point in me saying, well, just give up food because it's a psychological thing inside you. And if you're going, if you live in an area with the sweet shops all around you and there's 10 chicken shops, but so yeah. move to a flat in the middle of whatever area that, that will help you because there's not shops all over. I remember when I was dating somebody in America and uh, went to San, um, Malibu. And when I was there, I remember thinking, Oh, there's no shops around here. Forget sweet shops. Like, you're such a normal thing to have a shop on every corner of the Tesco. Yeah, you go, basically, if you haven't got food in, you're going to have to drive for about eight or nine miles for anywhere, a petrol station. But but I do think that's kind of, I mean, just with shops, I think that's an English thing. 
because I do go. To, I have been, oh, really? I have been around uh, a few, quite a few places. Well, Europe as well. Northern Europe, they they tend to have more convenience stores, but a lot of countries they just don't have like corner right. shop. You just go around looking for pack of crisps and or by, a newspaper, yeah. and you can't by buy corner one. shop you mean sweet shop. I mean you might as well yeah. just put humbugs above them. I mean even the supermarkets is the best humbugs. Yeah, sweet. What day is it, boy? <laughs> <laughs> All the kids just yeah. filling up on humbugs. Yeah, but so. But that's a real thing. Like you're talking about actually changing your life. Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah. I, the, the main problem person development is you have to understand you are full of shit. You're scared. You're petrified. You don't know how to do anything. You probably failed at a load of things. So you have to do that Ulysses impact of removing things. For, understand that we have, you have to remove. Define, you're not define strength. impact. So just placing something in the future. If you're not strong enough, which most people are, yeah. you, if you're not strong enough to lose weight or the career of things, you have to do things that are going to force you to not do those things. Whereas, say, moved, I'm just using America, but moved to a place, get a room in a place where there's no shops around you. If you're a big fat sod and you wanted to change everything about your life, move to a place where you can't because your psychology is broken. You're going to look for excuses. It might not get you on the first of. How do you think that sort of um, works in the age where you can order? Big fat dirty takeaway on your phone. No, but yeah, but that's different. It's the it's the knowing there's a sweet shop two minutes yeah, away. Yeah. That's the problem. You should be able to fight off the other stuff. There's a Tesco's fifteen minutes. Okay, that's different. But it's the there's a chicken shop at the end of my road sort of thing. You've got to get yourself if you're genuinely trying to change your life. You need to do something. You need to get rid of the stuff before you start yeah. doing anything because you might be all ready to go in January the first and oh we're going to do this. But it's when it's a month later and you're tired and you're stressed and on the way home there's four chicken shops. That's what it'll get you. And if you go, well, yeah, but I'm not. Well, you failed already because you, you, the fact you need to lose weight if that's the problem. Yeah, you're already setting yourself up to fail. You so know you you don't sweet. you know you don't follow through with diets because you never have. So why lie to yourself again? Yeah. So if you are interested and you do are sick to death of it. Then Excuse move to an area where you can't yeah. get in a little room, no TV, you've got nothing to do, you can't find excuses. So then you end up focusing on the one thing, if it is career. But as you say, it, it's varied things. But the main thing is to fake that with personal development right from the start is you're you're fucked. Like you you make excuses, you do this. Otherwise you would be somewhere already. The fact that you need help yeah. says your mentality isn't that to just go and do it. You're probably delusional. You make up things and you tell yourself things all the time. So you have to go, I'm full of shit. So I now need to put things in place to stop me being full of shit till I can at least hit the, uh, get the wheels to hit the road a little bit. And then you have self-esteem that starts to build. But until then, you've got to remove stuff. The personal development is giving stuff up. It's the worst thing people want to do. They always want to, I want to change and I want to do these things, but I don't want to keep anything different. And I want to keep everything the same. I don't really, I just want to, oh, I'll make time. It's all bollocks. It's all bollocks. Um, so personal development day yes. is uh, first, of first of December. And, I'm uh, my, the worst thing yeah. to me is yeah. ego and Pro bullshit and all that. That's the worst thing. I fucking hate it. So when I say outlandish things about me, basically being in charge of personal development since day dot, and I've looked back. So other people go, I have 10 years of people saying, Oh, this, look at this guy. Oh, look at that guy. My bar is so high that it offends me when people say, Oh, what about this guy? Cause all I do is I have to look at their story of where they come from. Okay, so who, um, where did the idea of personal development originate? Like, who were the people? Because you're saying you look back in history, but there's a guy like Stephen Covey. You have to go back early, early days. But it's oh, 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 
Oh, Charles has a oh, hand Charles. raised. I, I have I've done my research. He has risen. Well, I haven't, so okay. okay. <laughs> well, uh, Webster's Dictionary defines... Uh, no. <laughs> um, uh, uh, personal development, um, from what I've seen, effectively is uh, sort of, you know, the idea of self-improvement, self-actualization, uh, and reaching one's potential is the idea. Um, that usually it mainly re- uh, resolves around uh, self-awareness. Right. And so, and often through introspection. Um, now, there are lots of uh, theories about this. Uh, Goldstein believed that uh, everyone Gold. naturally, all Sorry, organisms he... naturally um, move towards a period uh, of to moving towards to fulfilling their, uh, their potential. Yeah. Who's Goldstein? Sorry. Uh, a theorist. I think it's a psychologist, okay. um, sociologist. Um, but he believed that everyone naturally does this. Uh, no, not for, from from meeting people. I, I think, I don't if think you're everyone talking about a general rule of being a human. It works, but not every single person. Well, it's a nice yeah. idea yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. everyone's moving to this state of yeah. excellence naturally. You know and what I mean? They're all striving to better ourselves, and, go, yeah. and I'm just like, I, th- that's not who I see on the train. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? People stuffing their faces, yeah, and, yeah getting drinking and attacking you on the train, tra- tra- attacking me and flinging their impo at me. I mean, like, <laughs> this isn't the world that I live in. Um, but uh, Manslow. Uh, introduced the hierarchy of needs and Maslow stated that yes that basically you need in order to reach one's full potential you need to effectively um, fulfill baser needs yeah i.e stuff like safety health security social uh happiness you know what I mean and um and only once these lower needs are met can you then re- uh, become sort of self-aware do the self-introspection and then potentially start fixing things in order to reach your potential. Yeah, and he has a lovely little pyramid as well that he does. <laughs> Always nice. To um, that's a, that's interesting. It's it's a good. It's a nice idea. And supposedly he studied uh, many many uh, successful people. You know, artists, uh, scientists, um, you name actors or whatever. And he came up with a list of uh, common traits. You know, often most of these were creative people. And most of it was. Um, effectively people in who'd sort of stabilize their lives in order to focus more on their careers, I suppose, or their job yeah. or the, the more of a vocational job, I suppose. Um, but interestingly enough is that um, he stated that he believed that only about 1% of the population are actually capable of self-actualization. Yeah. Um, well, the, the, see, it gets people can, I mean, reaching that higher step. I mean, people can, uh, achieve those lower steps, but whether they can make that step up to the final bit. Um, I do think that it's still worth doing those things. You know what I mean? It's worth living a healthy life. It's worth um, trying It's trying to find some happiness in your job and having a, a, you know, a fulfilling social life. Even in those things in and of themselves, they, they just are important for, for human beings. Yeah, the, the, there's a confusion I found with um, personal development teams. That a lot of people with money seem to go look at me i mean i always say if you ever 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 hear anyone use the term six figure income that's a con man yeah it doesn't whether they don't know they are it's just it's a marketing tool as if the money fixes everything yeah actually if you do reach that place of i don't use enlightenment but you you fixed yourself let's just say 
the money and those things actually drop off as being important. It's a funny thing, but they sell this. Well, if you get to this point and online business and this and six finger income, you go, well, that solves nothing. When I get there, that will solve none of my problems other than just paying the bills. The problems will still be there. But when you do actually fix yourself, it's amazing how basic stuff becomes the important stuff and all the other stuff you realize is just silly accoutrements of life, which is actually bollocks. Mm. Um, and it, it, it tends to be people that have got money suddenly then jump into the personal development, which is shows how f- delusional they are. Because a lot of really, I mean, you could say, okay, so I, I, uh, I'm into personal development. I like so and so actress or actor. And you go, because they've done this and they've done that. You go, well, a lot of them are just, they, they have sociopathic tendencies in terms that they can cut people out very easily and not give a shit. They've just got one drive, but that drive is built on insecurity. So they've fixed fixed nothing. It's just the illusion of success. They're actually still a normal person and they're still driving. I mean, half the thing people film is about people trying to get somewhere in life. It's all built on insecurity. So it's not a talent they've got as such. It's just, I need to fill that gap. So to say, well, they become a Hollywood star and all that, I could admire them. Go, no, 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 you're not seeing the backstory. Their life is full of insecurity. That's what's got them there. It's not this overarching personal development thing where I fixed myself. Because when you do get to that point, as I said, you, you tend to care less about the money and the things like that because now you are whole as a person. But is that also maybe if you've got money, you don't care about it? Uh, what do you mean? So if you've got to a point in your life where you've got money, you don't care about, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but then if you look at the illusion of the poster of the person, that's one thing. But then behind the scenes, you've got to get past that bullshit of understanding that's not them. Mm -hmm. Who are they behind it? There's no, um, well, I I don't know. I mean, I watched a a billionaire dude on Fox News last week (laughs) crying because they might tax him slightly more. Uh Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, actually breaking down, he was like, this is the, no one knows how hard it is to be a billionaire. And we're just such a, we're a minority group and it's, it's just so I hard. I mean, that everyone, is correct. Everyone they hates us. Everyone hates us. Yeah, we're, 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 we're an oppressed group. Well, the thing is, this oppressed. is the thing, this is what they tell you though. If you are a billionaire or you've been a millionaire and a billionaire, that money is not what you think it is anymore because to them, normal life is normal life. Having a 10 foot fireplace is normal. There's nothing spectacular about it. Having six cars is normal. There's nothing yeah. spectacular. There's no fun to be had there. Um, I spoke to somebody who's rich, really rich, and he was saying how people I know would laugh at the amount of money I've got as if it's nothing. And he said they get to a point where everything they have, there's nothing enjoyable about it. It's just this is what's normal. Whatever you think is normal, they think is normal because they've had it for so long. He said that's why you have to invent things with um, old like number plates or art. Because you have to, you you can't, that, that thing that got you to be rich doesn't get filled up because it's about insecurity. So, well, I've got as much money as you have and you've got as much money as I have. So we've got the millions and millions and millions, but I still can't stop. So what do I do now? Oh, let's invent art as being expensive and exclusive. Yeah. And that means I'm better than you because you can't have it. So you have to understand that that's there, that, that they get to that point sometimes by sociopathic tendencies. I have to fill a gap in me and I can't stop but it doesn't go anywhere. That's not personal development. That's just somebody that got rich. That's all it is. Personal development is, is about not, it is about not caring about those things Yeah. because you weren't born thinking, I want to be a multi, multi-millionaire. It was forced upon you that you need money to be happy. And then you follow that lie down a dark alley that goes nowhere. And if you do get it and you get the million, it doesn't, people that snap out of it, go, oh, I'm amazingly happy now. It doesn't work. Your problems will come to, once that becomes normal after a few years, 
your problems are still there when eventually it normalizes. And this guy that I spoke to, the rich guy, said, um, I remember having uh, bought my first Porsche and all that. He said, within a couple of months, there was like Coke cans and all that. And, you know, it became normal. It wasn't like, oh my God, I got a Porsche. So people had been born into money and wealth and they're given a house and the parents had money. They're not going around going, wow, I'm amazingly happy. It's normal to them. Mm. So personal development is about chasing whatever you want to do, but you need the whole thing. So with the magazine, the spirituality, health, wealth, and culture. That's because that's everything ties into everything. But it does include wealth, like that's the thing. Oh, it's part of it. There's no point yeah. saying I'm going to be like when I th- think about people that um, some bloke I don't know, he wants to pretend he's some guru and he's look at me. I've you know I've living in a tree for six years in a yoga pose. You go, you haven't lived your life. That you're a failed person. You're not. Even, <laughs> but that's what it is. There's no point going. Well, look how spiritual I am. Isn't it amazing? You failed your life. You. Well, how do you mean? Why? Because yeah. what was the point of that? To sit there and do, you haven't experienced anything. The idea is to... You've Maybe got to, one's live spiritually, that doesn't necessarily mean... Sorry. I mean, what do you, We could say, oh, well, he's a very spiritual person. Look, I'm in touch with myself and blah, blah, blah. If that's all he's seeking, or he or she, if that's all they're seeking... But they're not, okay, so the, it's about... The, maybe, the, maybe that, yeah, that's their potential. I mean, it, what you were saying about people making money, I mean, the idea in the ideal world, you know, everyone has a talent... And hopefully they can maximize that talent and then make and get paid for it so that so that everyone will be doing what they're supposed to be doing yeah. in an ideal world. Yeah. You know? Um, and maybe in an ideal world, some people are supposed to be sat there doing the yoga poses for seven years and meditating. Because um, that's what they're supposed to be doing. Okay. So there's, oh, fucking hell. So, right. Listen, there's this thing about spirituality. That's the thing I'm going to talk about least because I want to do all the other stuff first so people listen to what I'm going to say okay. to them about it. <clears throat> the idea is. You are here to experience everything. And that's if you go down one alley and that's your one alley, it might be good that you did this thing and all that, but you didn't experience the whole so you, point. Of so almost in the, in the meaning of life, as it were, is to experience as much yeah, as possible. And if you're there and you're a physical wreck and you, you can't lift anything and you're, you're getting, uh, like, I'm thinking, right, every time I'm talking about somebody living in a job, I'm thinking about somebody I saw a documentary about it once and they weren't taking the piss, but I just felt sorry for him the whole time. You've just caught onto this one little thing. That you're not spiritual. I mean, you, it's this thing we keep coming back, I come back to about um, there are spiritual people and the philosophical people. The two aren't the same thing. It's like saying a mechanic and an electrician. But what's happened is the spiritual people don't talk, so you don't hear from them. So other people have moved into their space to monetize it, called philosophers. They're not spiritual people. They don't understand anything. What spiritual is a real place. It's a real thing. And my second article for the magazine was going to be about the silent ones, people I've met, that don't tell you they're spiritual, don't mention it, don't refer to it, don't say it. They know they're adults in a world of children, so they don't bother. To, there's no need, as I've said before, like you don't go into a, a, a playground and start telling kids that they're stupid because they don't know anything. It's that big a leap, to, so they don't say anything because there's no point. So they just live their life and doesn't mean you, they know everything. It's just... That, that they've they're sort of locked into it. It's like I imagine them as um, being gay in the, the nineteen ten or twenty. You don't say anything, even though they're all there. They can't say anything. That's that's how big a thing it is. Hopefully, one day we get to that point where they can say anything. The reason I even refer to it or think I'm going to talk about it in the future is because I don't care too much about what I'm judged by. That's why I even refer to it all. But I still don't talk about it now because I've got to do things first before people believe in me. But that's why I had to do something big so that. If you say outlandish things, you have to prove it. So I had to do something big first. And the first thing would be to get rid of the fact that philosophy is to do with spirituality. You either are spiritual or you're not. You can't have both. Um, 
So the philosophers have just moved into the area of spirituality and talk about it, and it's not true. Well, I, I think you mean philosophy. You, philosophy you mean by the self-help. Well, yeah, kind of. talk about a guru. You could, uh, you could uh, some guru, and he's talking about the the universe and the energy, and uh, you could, they're not spiritual. That's, that's philosophy you don't know anything you're just coming up with ideas and you can read it from somebody um it gets the the problem is it with personal development is this is why i say we've got to start again we're not even we've just got to flip the board over because what it has meant is so poisoned that it's the opposite it should be in every classroom across and it should they should be people that are respected these personal development people but what happened is a load of arseholes moved in and monetized it and started jumping on stage and talk about six-figure incomes and wanting to be a millionaire and high-five the person next to you and all that and buy my CD. They poisoned the whole thing, which is why I've just removed myself from anything to do with anything to do with that. They poisoned it. So they are the poison masquerading as the cure, literally. And I've said a thousand times, i say it again, I saw a woman on the BBC talking about all the debt she was in from all the personal development courses she'd gone on and that was perfect for me that made sense because it helps you it makes you feel good you're there people are this and that mm. and they talk about you yeah you want to be so you don't know how and you can and you're worth it and all that you've done nothing there there's a problem with the person's psychology and their life and where they've come from and maybe their biology as well so this thing of buy my cd and now i can fly back to california like it's literally the point. It's poisoning. It makes you feel good. It looks for people that are low and says, "Here, yeah, come, take, come over here." Well, it's a big industry, isn't it? Well, it yeah, really is. Billions, 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 billions. Now, and my and my mum reads some of these books, and I just think, like, like who moved my cheese or whatever? I don't know. I don't know. Who moved my cheese? They were yeah, so catchy. There, there's there's always a current yeah. one. There's always like the new cool current yeah, thing yeah. to to read. Um, what was the one that was along? Was it the secret? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That so was a similar kind of, of thing. That was one about <laughs> reading. Isn't that about how you put it out into the? You universe? put it in the paper and you bury it, and it comes back. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, it's reached that point. I'd just be too self-aware. I just write something really silly. But what they do is they they okay, look behind you because in case someone found it, I'd be like, oh no, I'm going to be nervous. They're going to know my. It'd be like uh, when Paul Ince was uh, Wolves manager for six games, and uh, he they lost like every game. Oh, it's a good story. And uh, they zoomed in. He was writing notes. Well, he wrote one word on a note during one half. They just losing like three nils, getting absolutely battered. And the camera zoomed in, and he just said "shoot," and then like underlined. What does that mean? <laughs> exactly. Well, I guess it means like shoot, as in they need to shoot yeah. to score. Like, yeah. And what that was supposed to be? Some that was his notes. That was his halftime notes. His shoot shoot shoot, shoot goal more what detail plan, just like <laughs> nice one yeah i feel i feel as silly as that to in be depth analysis of the game uh so yeah i mean that what it does is what personal actually this is what it does personal development does this they look for people that are weak and they sell them something new that is basically what it's become i suppose yeah it's preying on doesn't matter um, what words you use or the what do you because it's, it's it's um you know not that i would say it is but um you know it's uh who wants to be a millionaire? You yeah. know, as the question, it's yeah. like, well, everyone, everyone wants to be a millionaire. Yeah, who wants to be happy? Put your hand. What are you and it, it's yeah. it's a con. It's basically. I, a con. I really like a nihilistic person to go like some just some Eeyore type person. You know, <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire? Not me. You'd have to pay so much more taxes. Yeah. Well, somebody stay out and go. Well, I am a millionaire. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm still here. Why are we here? <laughs> who no, wants to as be as happy? Notorious Big said, "Mo money, mo problems." Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, like I said, it because whatever you, the money, if you it will. 
will just become normal <laughs> eventually. Um, so they basically... It, it, it's, You've never sounded whiter. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the, 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 the whole industry has just become cancerous. It's all poisoned. It's just con men. Even like, any YouTube video keeps popping up with some bloke in front of a car or a swimming pool talking, do you want to be happy? And well, who are you? And that was my problem because I I always look behind the curtains of everything. Like that was my thing in life from a kid. Like it's just my proclivity. And um, people say, oh, no, I know you don't like them, but, but honestly, this guy, and I look into it and go, oh, for fuck's sake, are you having a laugh? Oh, no, no, oh, this is the other person. No, honestly, he, he talks like you. Go, go. And look into it and go, well, what is he? Oh, well, his mum was uh, an English teacher and his dad was. And you go, well, for fuck, he's given, like, you have to, the, the beginning bit is the hardest bit. There's no point saying, well, I'm a millionaire. Well, how did you get there? Well, my dad was a uh, professor at you know, and you go, well, my dad me. wrote me a check for yeah. one million pounds yeah. to start my business. Uh, so it's like, no, my, my bar is so high. I want to know yeah. what you got to, how you got there and what you started with. Cause that's the hard bit is at the bottom, mate. So yeah. there's no point in telling me the end bit. I need to go right back to the beginning bit. Because is that, is this sort of how you got into personal development? Because, um, I'm, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but obviously you had a, a I didn't get up. into it. Yeah. That, that sort of thing. I did look at it when I realized I wanted to change my life and I had mental problems yeah, yeah. with selection and all that. And I looked, I just realized, cause I was too, at that point, my life was too raw. There was just, it was the harsh realities of life. There was yeah. no, so when I was reading Anthony Robbins stuff and I thought, this is just a load of, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what, what, what was the, cause you had a shitty upbringing <clears throat> and you ran away from home. Yeah? yeah. And then you had to fend for yourself yeah. and that got you involved in, you were in the gutters, let's yeah, say, let's yeah. be, you know, brutal. Um, and not for a couple of years, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So you were in there. Shit. And then what was the thing that made you go? Well, I'll tell you what it was. So my personal development gurus were yeah. um, people that, that might, that had lived a life in a certain way. Yeah. That was when I realized, oh, I can't be told these bollocky things about using power words and using this and giving up a little bit of this and then uh, because my life's too hard so that doesn't fix anything my yeah. life is shit it doesn't yeah. work to change my linguistics to but i would then read um something by like malcolm x about his life or oprah winfrey and her life or oscar Wilde in his life and the fact people had gone from nothing to something or sacrifice things yeah that made me believe oh you can change everything and I had to know that was possible. That's all I needed. I needed the example, um, which is why I said when I was putting the magazine together and I did it in a certain way, it's because I realized if there was people like me out there, there's no point me telling you stuff that if you're fucked up, you're not going to follow because you just your life is fucked. But you need to know you can go from there to there. That's mm. enough. That Then you have to find your own way, more or less. So my thing was to lay out something, pipe it in the magazine together and everything else with no money and all that. So you could go, well, how the fucking hell did he do that? He's nothing special. So if he can do it, then I can do it. And that's the first thing. That's the most important thing, to believe that you can. So, um, and that works with anything. You've got to think about your brain. If you've, it's not nice, but they say, whatever you are or whatever you have or whatever you don't have, it's because you've chosen those, more or less. I'm sorry about, you know, random stuff happening. You've chosen that. If you're grossly overweight, you chose to be like that. You did it 50 times a day. You made little decisions that eventually led you to be like that. Mm. And you can take somebody um, like a, 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 an Olympian athlete and you stick them in the body of a fat bloke. They'll lose the weight like it's nothing because they have the mental fortitude and understanding uh, that if I do this, 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 that happens. 
But if you come from a bad background and you haven't seen successful people and you don't know people that get out of it and make money, they're just people on TV, the willpower isn't there because you don't actually believe it's going to happen. So it's knowing something can happen which makes you then do the thing. It's not the something broken inside you. It's the lack of belief that actually doesn't happen. So you could take anybody with the worst willpower, know that they can't do, they don't believe in anything. If you grabbed them and took them forward in time and go, look, there's your life in the future. So that's you, that you become that successful, whatever. So everyone needs almost the ghost of uh, Yeah, but it's like that. If you then went, future, yeah. If you then went back to that person, with the no willpower, they then go do stuff because they have a belief, oh, it goes somewhere. Mm. But most people have a futility inside them that this, there's nothing here. There's no point saying you're a personal development guru if your parents, one was a, a, a professor and one was a lawyer because you know you do things and things become better. When you've got nothing, when you've got no futility of life is just shit and I don't know anything, uh, don't know anybody successful, that's what stops you. So my gurus were somebody going, look at my life. I had nothing here in the 30s, 1930s. And I went on to do this. And then it was that opened the door to me to go, oh, you, there are people out there. That, and it was their life that mm. made me think things can get better. It wasn't somebody saying, follow my rules. I mean, that's just bollocks. But people have to choose to to do this. You can't force someone. Well, this is what I said. I'm not trying know. to appeal to the masses. It's like if you don't want to do it or you make excuses, then well, that's see you later. That's where the self-actualization comes yeah. from. And you have, to be, you have to be aware enough of yourself to like uh, – if, if you're in a bad situation to, to realize you're in a bad situation and, and question the decisions that made put you there and to see, uh, question like who you are and, and what, what drives you, what motivates yeah, you. Yeah, but this is the other thing. And not everyone. No, it's not for quite, everyone. Quite it's clearly not, not everyone does Some do people that. don't want to. Yeah. So that well, would, some people just seem incapable of that kind of thing. Yeah, but the, I think that, again, that, that the biggest thing was that, that why do you not want to improve? Because what's the fucking point? Well, I'm not bothered. But if you knew there was a, a goal at the end of it that would happen, they then do. Nobody doesn't want to be happy or doesn't want to have more money or be more successful or be whatever. They choose not to be because it doesn't go anywhere. So you saying stuff to me is bullshit because I'm not interested because it's all just shit in the air. Sort of like when if you had a spoke to me when I was 19, 20, 21, say, person development and this thing and then uh, I'm just going, what are you talking about? It's just all that shit. Yeah, see, no this goals, is the thing I'm still, really. I guess, mainly trying to drive at. It's like, what was the... It was autobiographies. It was yeah. knowing that people. But what got you things. to the autobiography? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just curious where you went from being Leo. Oh, well, to, well, was there a Damascine moment? Was there yeah. a sort of there was a lot of stuff build up? Over yeah, I can appreciate yeah. it doesn't happen so, like in the movies. Very, very rare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the only time when I realised um, I couldn't read, and there was a reason I couldn't read, which then led me onto thinking about school and all the bad things. I didn't know how to do anything, and I yeah. didn't know. I couldn't do anything. So I just started listening to stuff um, and then realizing I liked listening to information. That was before anything. So what this wasn't about personal development. This has been me just finding out I had a yeah, broken yeah. brain. Yeah. And then realizing, oh, well, I was a violent. And all that. Well, you come from a violent home and this and your adrenaline kicked in and the, you're basically you're in flight or fight your whole childhood. Your adrenaline's going, so that's fucked up your biology. So that's why you attack rather than thinking, well, I'm stupid and I attack people. And and it's realizing, oh, there's something broken about me. And I wasn't given that information that something yeah. was broken. Let me look into it, which then led into learning, listening to stuff because I realized I couldn't read. And then I'm looking into stuff. And then I start to learn stuff. Then I realized I like listening. Then I listen to more stuff. And the more stuff I le listen to with philosophy or science or whatever, then made me analyze my so own So it began life. with just wanting to learn. Um, well, it was realizing there was something wrong with my brain. Yeah. 
and then going, oh, let me learn about why my brain's broken. That's it. There was no mm-hmm. personal development at that point. That came when I started adding, bolting on things about science and this and learning about the world and learning about historical people, all from audio. And that's when I, I gave up my day job because I was doing security at night and working in the pawnbrokers during the day. So I gave up the pawnbroking work and I just got a job as a, a truck driver so I could just drive around and listen to audio. And I did that every, there was no minute of the day for four years that I wasn't listening to audio. I got falling asleep, waking up. That audio went with me wherever I went and it was constantly playing and I just vacuumed up information about the world all through audio. Um, so then that, when I started listening and learning things and sorting myself out and then doing that again and again and again and fixing myself, I used to then tell other people thinking they knew all this and I was catching up with them. Yeah. And then realising, oh no, people don't know fuck all about themselves. And that's when it started to look into the, what is personal development which then led me into looking at the industry, going, oh, look at that book, and that's famous, and let me read that, and everyone talks about that. And realise it's a load of bollocks. So I suppose because you had, without knowing what it was, you had personally developed yourself, as it were. Yeah, accidentally, just trying to figure out, oh, that's why I'm fucked up, and that's why I do these things, and yeah. that's why. But then, and then going, oh, when I did go on that bender for four years of just learning, yeah. then starting to talk to people about it, realising, thinking I was catching up with everybody else. I just like the fact you went on a knowledge bender. <laughs> Four years, yeah. didn't talk to people. No, no, that's what I mean. It's quite, it's quite the nice, you know, normally you hear people go, oh, I just lost myself to, to booze and drugs <laughs> and, you know, while sleeping no, around. No, I realised uh, I liked learning yeah, stuff, right. but I didn't, I, that switch had gone off at me in school because I realised I couldn't do anything, but I didn't know I had to hear it. Because everything, obviously, in text. So, you know, yeah. it was ridiculous. I couldn't, nothing was going in. So, um, yeah, so that's when I started to get learning. And then I realised everybody else wasn't doing the same thing. I thought everybody was on this quest and I was just behind them. And then I realised people didn't give a shit and people just bothered about paying their bills. and that. Yeah. So then I started helping other people that then led into personal development. And then I actually went, oh, personal development industry. And realised that was a load of bollocks. All of them. I went across all How of them. How to become a millionaire. Yeah. The... And, and you do that by publishing a book called How to Become yeah. a Millionaire. Well, that was the Anthony Robbins problem I had. Because he was like the big guy out there, eight nineties. Anthony Robbins, like the see all I all I know of him is sort of from from spoof and satire. I literally yeah, don't know well. what he. So he's supposed to be the, the go to guy person. I've been doing it for thirty years or whatever. And what, what is his main crux? What's his what's his thing? Well, it what's changes he... over time. Cause he's been doing it for thirty years, yeah. but it's all about feeling better about yourself and all that. Okay. But when you listen to it, and I did at the time, yeah. what was the first one? Awaken the Giant Within. That was the book somebody gave me. And um, Awaken the Giant Within. But it's just, and this was the nineties. Well, I suppose it was written in the eighties, so it was that bullshitty sort of time. Um, but I just, it was doing nothing, mate. I just thought this is fucking bollocks. Like I'm a bloke in a shit location. I got no decent job. But does it work for? Does it work for anyone? The, people... that's, what, that's what I was going to say. This is my point. Yeah. Suppose, I realised that all the personal development, it's supposed to appeal to people that have got a little bit of money, but you're just not quite happy. Uh, typically and people lacking in confidence as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Well, or... that's, I think that they feed on that. They're, they're yeah. not having, and look at me, I've got the answer. But, but I mean, if, if some of these things, like I don't agree with, um, what was it? Like Jordan Peterson. I don't even want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. He's the Canadian philosopher. He's doing the rounds, isn't he? Yeah, he's very uh-huh. popular. I'm he's just, quite nihilistic, isn't he? Yeah, well, it's I, there's, he does ostensibly does a lot of... He's had these 12 rules for life, which was a bestseller on Amazon, sold lots of copies. Um, but ostensibly, he's sort of given this self-help kind of thing, but then there's a lot of very conservative well, politics be, uh, he, behind it. Yeah. What's an example of the 12? Uh, of one of those 12 steps? Pet, That's not a challenge. Pet every cat you see. Pet every Tidy cat. your room's the big one. 
I've often heard this thing about like the tidy your room. But no, the most important thing to do is as soon as you get up is make your bed. Yeah, I mean, there are little things, yeah. but I don't. It's not literal. I think it, it means it, something. It's, else. Uh, yeah, it's a metaphor. Just keep your house in order. You know, yeah. okay. like but what's the the cat? Uh, I don't, I don't even know. I, 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 I'm not going to be. But, but, but <laughs> no, fine. I, okay, I, I, I think the guys are an absolute hack and a fraud. Um, but it seems to help some people. Yeah, If it's giving people some structure yeah, and yeah. rules, like who lack that, especially younger people today. You're just playing video games all yeah, the time and, yeah. and just being online constantly if it's actually giving them some external kind yeah, of structure. What's the, yeah, I suppose the the other yeah, if it if it works for them, even if these charlatans yeah, yeah. Yeah. is yeah, that they, still... they, they say stuff that some people it's gonna work for. Mm. You never hear any miraculous stories about anybody's changed their life, by the way. You've never heard of one because I went to something. It's but the 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 problem if you went to chat in the street, one thing, it could be a racist thing. Some people are gonna agree with you. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of but, but if your thing is changing your life, like yeah. the Jordan Peterson thing, certain things were quite nice and listen to it. But this is my, my bar is so high. I would just look at him and go, I wouldn't want to be like you. You don't seem very happy. You're talking all this stuff. And then you go, well, what do you mean about personal development? You've been a professor for 30 years in a stable job. What have you struggled okay, okay. with? Do you know what I mean? It's like you, what I realize is you can, like when I start, honest to God, it went through my head when I was, I was thinking about, when I first started thinking about anything, I thought, well, I've got to get money. That was my thing. Money. I've got to get the money. Mm. And I knew first that. First you get the money. <laughs> then you yeah, get the power. power. And I was thinking, people are fucking stupid. Like, I could probably sell some bullshit to them and tell them what they want to hear and be what they want me to be and make money that way. Like, it's quite easy. So that's why I decided to do all the work first. Because yeah. I thought, no, I can't be like that. You've got to leave a story behind it. That's how I want to teach. But I thought, it's easy to just tell them what they want to hear. Like, and that's where some people do that, but that, that's yeah. I mean, that's that's our current internet so when world I judge, is, is people get making an awful lot of money off yeah. telling people what they want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what the, when I look at. So when I look at like Jordan Peterson, and he's not trying to be a self improvement guru, I don't think. So I'm being a bit hard. That's an offshoot, but it's yeah. certainly he's moving in that way. I think the yeah. money's starting to pull him that way. Yeah. But I just look at somebody and go, "He never smiles." Like if I was to think about self improvement, not being funny, if I was to think of somebody like Ricky Ricky Gervais or somebody. And it's not, there's other things, but somebody that just enjoys their life. Um, he's come from a, a low background, I mean, he had family and all that. But I look at Jordan Peterson and I go, you, he gets very angry very easily, so he's not in control of himself, really. So that's a big thing. That tells me there's a lot going on behind the yeah. scenes. Because little things you do echo something behind. How, do you mean, how does he get what in, when he's doing his talk? If we were talking and we disagree about something, he sort of zeroes in and goes very sort of, not okay. defensive. He's but, he's sort of one of these um, sort of right wing ideologues, effectively. Um, so who would who would you equate? I'm sorry, it's just it's I, hard. I, I, he's, um, only again because I'm complete. I know nothing. I'm about, surprised you haven't heard. Of I know him, nothing yeah. about like, but I think I think it's one of these weird things that if you he annoys sort of feminist you know he's got a thing where and he's not trying to do it i do believe oh, he's honest he, no he, oh, I think he he's baits, he's baits, he baits um okay. liberals and feminists and... but the idea is him, him now moving into the personal development industry he's doing yeah. that thing you're not from there like you've got nothing to teach there but your words can sort of be used sort of sort of is he basically like a, a fancy pants tyler dirt and where he's like you know self-improvement is masturbate and then like that and then he starts uh you know fight club no yeah. i know the film i've seen it oh Okay, Brad uh, Pitt. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Edward North. Eddie oh, North. One, I think you'd quite you'd find it quite I think, interesting. Yeah, I don't I think want you to offend me when I watch it. Um, it's a good. No, it's a good film, and yeah. it's it's not what you think. How it's is actually, your? Like, so. This isn't to catch you out. How is your reading now? Or do you? 
Like, uh, do you yeah, need a I book or fake, co- I can get, no, I couldn't read a book, no way. I'll get the audio book. Get the audio. Uh, mm. What can I watch the film? I think the film's better. Yeah, I have read the book. I think, I've read the book. Yeah, in I, think, yeah, I agree, actually. The, yeah. Uh, the filming better. It gets lost a bit, doesn't it? In the, in the book of, anyway, the the, we're not doing a fight club review. Right? Watch the film. Watch okay. the film, Fike. I right, think you'll find do it quite it, interesting. I'm yeah. come back for my report. Yeah, I think we're going to have to oh, we'll yeah, do a little we'll film discussion. Yeah, it's good. But basically, so one of my things I do with personal development is I look at the person and go, do I? Do you look happy? And he does not. Mm. So that's just counselled out because yeah. I know there's stuff going on behind the scenes. You should be able to take criticism and have a laugh and look like you smile and joke around. If you can't do that, then you're that, that's forget personal development now what money you've got or your teaching. Plus, you've been a professor for fucking four or five so decades. So he's... An old, older man? He's not, not old, he's still in his 50s. 50s yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he's been a professor at like Harvard or something, okay. whatever it is. He made, uh, I think it was up in Toronto or something actually, um, but he was, uh, he made, he got famous uh, protesting uh, a bill about uh, transgender discrimination in Canada. Sorry, he did, he did, sorry. Oh yeah, he didn't want to use the terminology yes. that they were saying he had to make up, start calling people by the by, by, their, by their preferred pronouns, pronouns. Yeah. and uh, he took offence to that and said that it was fascism and your policing language. I just find like, he said, I'm if like, you send me to prison, I'll go to prison. He goes, if he you talks? force me to prison, I'll go on hunger strike. I won't do it. No, I just won't do it. No, no, that's what he talks like now, isn't it? <laughs> but he's just, anyway, I don't want to go on about him too much. I don't want to use his personal pronouns. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, it's worth having a look. He's he's crying. He cries a lot as well. But again, he's, he's, he's on the verge of tears at all yeah, times. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it seems like, like the real self righteous anger. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to look this. No, I don't want to look this guy up. Actually. He's not I as feel bad like, as you think. But it just okay, you know, know he is. Oh, I don't know to be honest. I'm just gonna find it too difficult to not be thinking of Kermit the Frog now. Now that you've <laughs> before I've even it's not. It doesn't Someone say. said he was the male, he was the physical embodiment of male hysteria. Fair enough. I mean, the thing about I. I understand it's very complex. I'm, we've done it many times on this podcast about like not. Uh, we're taking a momentary aside here. Please indulge me. That about the use of pronouns and whatnot. But it's also just like look, if you're trying and you fuck it up, please don't shout at me. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to offend people if I use the wrong pronoun, etc. But when the people go, no, I don't want. It, it's like, does it really matter? Like, how does it affect you if if this person wants to be called he? Well, then you say he if they want to be called they then call them they that's fine it doesn't really and if you my, slip yeah, up you just have to hope that they will be indulgent and go okay they made a genuine mistake there, there's certain they? things the only reason I don't like that is because again never people never stand back and look at the world really they don't yeah. they like to think they do but they don't and when I see people going too far liberal what you're basically doing that ultra liberal person about calling me my specific thing and they're going to call their specific thing and you have to go well if I do it there they're all going to do it which they are but I understand certain things. We can cover basic stuff, but you have to understand that you then need to police your own industry about calling yourself to whatever. Because if you don't, what you are doing, you, yeah. you're putting a fascist government in place in the future. Because most people aren't against you. They just don't know what you're talking about. If you make them enemies, yeah, they will people that want to understand and will be assimilated into different types of cultures and all that. If you stop forcing them and calling them criminals because of this and finding them, you make enemies of the mass of people, which are mostly nice people yeah. who there, if you keep on, they then go, do you know what? Well, this I'll is go for yeah. a Trump then because he's yeah. safer than you. Yeah. But, they, but it, most it, people who, who, who fight against these types of things are people who've never had to deal with this in their real life and never had to experience this. Someone was going on about, uh, we're going on a real tangent here. Someone's going on about third gender bathrooms, you know, right. gen- okay. gender neutral right. bathrooms. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, they were going, oh, this is disgusting. This is, oh, well, you know, it's just insane. Well, we're supposed to have three bathrooms over And I was like, well, have you got a problem with disabled toilets? Yeah. No, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's fine. That's different. And I said that the one time I think I have seen a, a gender-neutral bathroom was in the uh, BFI on the South Bank. Yeah, in London. Loads of yeah. places just a unisex, aren't they? Well, those, but this was actually a gender neutral one. They had a men's, a women's, and a gender neutral. Okay. It was a third bathroom. And I was like, and do you know what happened? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I went to the blokes, went for a piss, and I was like, came out and went, oh, it's a gender neutral bathroom. Okay. And I just went on with the rest of my day, and that yeah. was it. Absolutely no effect on my life yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> and like, I'm like, why are you getting angry about this? It's just, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit like, no well, why do we have to have a gay pride? I was like, well, what about the have, straight pride? Yeah. Pride? It's like, look at your calendar any day that isn't gay pride day, <laughs> that's straight pride day. You know, it's like international. Where, why don't we have an international men's day again? Look at any, like, yeah, so yeah. you should have things for suit, but the problem yeah. is you have to curtail that at a point. Yeah, I think you. What Otherwise, you need to do you make say, the enemy of the masses. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a little, it, a kind of just maybe perhaps as a final thought, and then we'll, we'll go back to personal. <laughs> was I remember seeing a post? Um, it was a, a banner saying, "If you're eating, you know, it was climate protest." Sorry. And it said, if you're eating meat, you can't shut up about climate change. It was like, well, that's going to fucking win people over yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to the vegan uh, yeah, cause, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's what I mean. Most yeah. people will come around to anything, whether it be vegan, gay, yeah. or whatever. They will come around to it. It's just they don't know. They're just scared. That's all it is. They're more not your enemy. People, yeah. But don't make them your enemy or make them yeah. criminals. Then you make an enemy. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, stuff like uh, same-sex marriage was potentially an issue 20, odd years, 20, 20, 30 years ago. It's not really an issue now. Yeah, they legalized yeah, it yeah. and opinion polls say the majority of people in this country yeah don't really like in a nice way don't care it doesn't yeah. it doesn't affect them and they're like yeah it's fine whatever i, I don't just think then that the, the the people coming up the, the, the gay people at the time weren't really trying to criminalize but they just did want fairness do you know yeah, what i mean so, it was about equality yeah. now because we've become a very sort of childish led society with the internet and things like that where they have got a voice they're now starting to make the enemy of anyone that says anything but what you do is you alienate everyone. Yeah, I did. Uh, and if it uh, carries on for too long, they then put a fascist government. I, oh, I, I've, got a, I've got a good story. I was working at a Christmas party a couple of days ago, and um, they they had their thing where they were giving out some prizes, and they had uh, they had a prize for like I don't know the the lady who'd made the most efforts or whatever, you know, the loveliest dress or whatever. Yeah. And um, so there was a lady, and she was she was. I, I thought she was absolutely gorgeous. Um, she was a a fuller figure, let's say, real woman, all woman. You yeah, know what I mean? I, was like, and I saw her wearing this red dress. I was like, damn, when I walked in, I was like, God damn it. Yeah. And I was like, mm. and then she won it. She was very bashful. She wasn't thinking about it. Cause, you know. And like, um, and then they had this one table complained about, about what? Uh, about the awards. That was a nice harmony. That was <laughs> yeah. like that. And yeah, they said, yeah. Good time, yeah. Um, in Dolby, yeah. around. Um, <laughs> they complained because they said, actually, that's incredibly sexist what you did. Where's the best dressed man category? You've just yeah, broken gender equality laws and I'm I'm now duty bound to oh, report no. you. See, that's the person that puts fascism in front. In and place. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. okay. So I got to piss everybody off. I had to go tell the manager and the manager was just going down. He's just like, what the fuck? What what the fuck? Just give them a free drink. That's yeah. And this was uh, sorry. This was a table. This was a table yeah. full of women. Ah, uh, this was like it's a table like t- ten people, eleven people. So that person like, should be arrested. Nine pe- nine women and one dude. And I remember that. And the, and the oh, lady the who was the boss, the lady obviously in charge, obviously you know booked the table, or whatever. Yeah. And she was the one complaining, saying, "Why isn't there a why is no oh, category God. for man 
this is gender. Just, I mean, it does kind of feel like, on the flip side, I would say, why isn't there? But it's not something I would complain. For, I'd yeah, be like, but that's what I mean. That, that person yeah, yeah. is the problem in society. They're yeah. the one that fuck everything up for everyone. That's what, just because they can complain, yeah. they, 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 they feel like they You should. then make everyone dislike you, ergo the rest of your industry that you're yeah. claiming to profess against. So that, those people are what put a Trump in place. They're because they piss everybody off so much that they go, well, let's put them in charge and they'll get rid of all that bollocks. I'd love to see you say that on Twitter and just soak up the rage. What rage? It wouldn't bother me. What, children, <laughs> no, children, that's what would be amazing. Children telling me it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Fairness, it doesn't matter. People are scared of certain things and they don't know you think, but you just teach them and you put classes or you put laws in place and people will follow them. But shouting things like that. Yeah, I think that's... You piss uh, people off. I, I think it's just different different reasons to bully people. Yeah. Like, like, it's just a different... I don't think a lot of people really... Maybe they care, maybe they don't, but it's just a, a good reason. It's just another excuse to have a go at people yeah. and enforce rules on people. Yeah. And some people like enforcing rules and, and social norms. But as I said, on, I on look at those people, people and go, you're what fucks society up because you put Trumps in place. You fucking alienate that. When I see these people well, like that, you're the people that put fascism it's in place. The, it's the, um, you know, it's the, oh, if you vote leave, you know, mention the dreaded b word the argument just became birthday. Uh, birthday. um it, it became oh if you vote leave then you're a racist you know, yeah yeah well yeah. that's going to win them over to yeah, your yeah. side so yeah. you alienate i just go you know what yeah. fuck you i vote yeah. remain but i was like i would never have thought i was just like all right fuck you then yeah. you know hillary clinton saying oh all these trump supporters are deplorables Baskets, it's a basket yeah, of bubbles. Uh, that, that's when I mean she she, she lost she was, it then. Yeah, yeah. That's when she definitely lost it. Yeah. She was losing it. And then that was. Yeah, I was just as soon like, as she said that, I went, don't come you. out. Yeah. yeah, don't come out. And call everyone who yeah, isn't going to vote for you as a scumbag and a racist. Yeah, and they that, can like, fuck off. Like yeah, uh, yeah, that was ridiculous. Anyway, so sorry, we're, we're, we're sorry, straight away. Personal development. Yeah, don't know what I I think I think oh Jordan Peterson. Yeah, we were talking about can people get positives from sort of surface so the surface level uh, help or if you are genuinely happy the money when they say like over £75,000 a year you don't get any happier like after that it, yeah that's oh, a thing yeah they, or it's over $75,000 they said okay. basically after that what's that in real money because what that basically does is grand, it covers it? your bills yeah that's what it covers your bills and allows you to have free time Anything over there, they said the happiness level goes down. It doesn't go any higher because you've got 10 million. It doesn't do anything to you because that becomes normal. What you're trying to do is get to a point where you can pay your bills and have a little left over. That's all you need. Um, and I think that works. I, I, I was going to say, uh, I think the the issue, I, I suppose, is that are these people help are dealing with the actual causes, the root causes. No, of, definitely people, not. Well, this is the, this is the thing. Is that it's, it's a lot, it's a con. It's a panacea. Yeah. And, and like, it's, it's a temporary yeah. uh, fix for something, maybe for a more fundamental and structural change within people's lives, which is, I suppose, why people dislike it. Cause you're not really helping them. You're just, but the, it, it, you're yeah. just as a cup papering over the cracks. As it Every were. generation, there's a new generation of insecure oh, yeah. people. And all they do is they sell that snake oil to them and then to them. And then there's always that. Th it's like, really, we're like fitness equipment. Well, this fitness, look at this thing that's come out. It's not you. It's because you weren't using the ab. Blah, blah, blah. And then you're 50 and you've got 10 of these things up in your loft. Diets. Diet. Yeah, same thing. Every every what, every six months, every year, there's, there's a new diet. This is the one that's going to make you thin. Because here's, here's the trick: it like, doesn't. It what they don't tell you is like with my personal development is you're the problem. You have to understand yeah. you're the problem, and then you go, why am I the problem? Yeah. But if you're constantly thinking, 
it's a new thing I needed. It's that thing over there. Oh, that's why I didn't lose this the weight. This is the oh, answer. Yeah. And it's how many if, de- if I just do this, then, yeah. then how many decades yeah. do you waste until you go, what a load of bollocks that was? What about the ab fucking thing that I bought in the 80s that was supposed to do something? I mean, the adverts are full of shit. So it's a lie. The whole thing's built on a feeding on insecure people and then refreshing them with something new. That yeah. Don't worry about that wasn't the answer. This is the answer. This is the answer. Rather than go, it's hard to market. You're the problem. And by the way, all the answers to fixing yourself are actually in you, yeah. but you just, you're not on a quest for self, self enlightenment. What you've been taught is since the age of about 15 is look at that thing over there. There's your happiness. Go for that thing over there. That's your happiness. Go for the thing over there. That's your happiness. But, but that's the hard thing, isn't it? Actually, you need to sit down and like yeah, introspectively yeah. think about your life and like everything. That's very hard to do. Well, one of the Whereas first things, you can buy a new diet book or you yeah. can get a, an ab crunch or whatever. Yeah. And like, they go, yeah, that's 20 quid. And cool. this is why I say about not reading newspapers or not watching TV, because it lets it go. They're too good at manipulating you, and it's constant, so it just rams its way into you. So if you just let it go, stop with watching the TV. Stop having these adverts coming in all the time. Let it go. Unless it's a really exciting new comedy pilot. Yeah, or a podcast. <laughs> podcast always good way. Um, but yeah, so the, the problem is, the whole industry up to this year has been bollocks, and I know because I spent more time looking than anybody not because I was a fan of the industry, because I was fucking desperate to get out of the hole I was in. And I went through them all, mate. Who, okay, who was the who was the, the close closest, as it were? There was a guy, oh, who wrote, um, I can't remember his bloody name now. Closer to the mic. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I can't remember. To be honest, they're all, <laughs> I don't remember any name. There's none. They all sort of followed the same formula. Is it all kind there of was people like Stephen Covey who, um, oh God, who was the, oh, what, what, what's that quote about success getting to the stage? There's a stage, you don't, you know it. Um, how do you get to Carnegie? Carnegie. Oh, so he wrote a book. I can't Timing. Remember. Yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> that was a good joke. That was the, uh, so he, I think the Carnegie, he wrote a book and it was just an old guy talking to the mic like this. And this is what you, but it was all sort of like, um, that 1950s dad where it's just like, stop the bollocks. You're fucking lazy do this, do that. It was, it was like before he was, they were trying to market it. It was just, these are the rules that you need to change before it becomes such a big industry. Yeah. You could become a millionaire. It was people just saying stuff that I'd learned. Um, and there was, uh, there's a couple of books, but I can't remember the name, but he wrote, this guy wrote peaceful warrior and I can't remember his, but he was a gymnast and it was very sort of utilitarian. That was the only one. I mean, even went to watch the film because I liked it. The film was a bit odd, but um, yeah, it was just it was just quite straightforward. This is what you need to do. And he hasn't become one of the biggest. But hardly not people know him even in the industry. Right. So that's a sort of problem. But that's a problem with communication, which is when I was putting the magazine together and everything I was doing, I was very aware of. You can have good information that just doesn't go anywhere because it's not palatable. It's not sold in the right way. Yeah. Um, so yeah so the idea was that you've got to change what personal development is it should be something nice it's why i got somebody in fashion to edit the magazine to make it look like a half decent magazine that it, it was nice to look at holding it was nice to feel when you held it it wasn't just some poxy thing with a smiling model on the front holding some apples and it's got it's definitely of... not that <laughs> no airbrushing mate look at that yeah i mean how old is this picture uh, oh god fuck no probably four years now oh, okay fine there's that's why there's no, air, no airbrushing yeah um, so basically the, the, 
as far as I, I look back, and I found well, more stress, less cake. I'd say <laughs> yeah. there was. Um, Although you did eat the entire advent calendar in one go today. Oh yeah, thank you very I much. I brought advent that, yeah. calendars in for everyone. Personal development day we went through. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like first of December. <laughs> so, advent so, calendars. But the magazine, the chocolate out the way. Yeah. The magazine, which was put together with no money, with no yeah. experience, not knowing anybody from scratch, not knowing how designing this and that and all the other stuff. Because I had to do something big enough that when I do talk about personal development and then spirituality, there's something go, well, he did that. So I, that science tells me I have to at least listen because that happened because of what he said. Um, but that's my personal development. It's leading the way. Do something. Don't just talk about it. And this was my problem with Anthony Robbins from the start. Right. When you read, you go, well, he's basically had no job other than personal development and a few years before that, sales. I mean, that, so you've been doing personal development for 40 years. What do you really know? You've been living in Beverly Hills, flying in and out in helicopters, uh, helicopters. You don't actually know what it's like. And my problem with basically everything, <laughs> like I've learned from a lot of different types of people, like from neuroscientists and sports and health and that, and it all gets tied in. This is, so when people become a specialist in one field, I know that they're locked into that and they actually don't know that everything else ties in. So if you're... Um, my, my, my biggest problem, the first, one of the first things I went through was science because I what was insecure about myself and knowing about spirituality and all that. And science said to me, the first things was, uh, oh, you're full of shit. You lie. It's got a study. You can't see it. You can't that. And I thought, oh, fuck. So I'm like delusional. So I went into science and then that led for about six or eight years of like hate. And I wanted to die because it just, this doesn't make any sense to what I know. But it all made sense, you know, you can't see it, it doesn't matter. So I went down that road. So my brain became very analytical about everything, but it just rubbed up against everything I knew and to the point of snapping. Um, but then when I sort of gave up on it and I, I realised, oh, science, is, they're children, they know nothing. Like you have to accept that they know that they can only see at the end of their nose, which you need for fixing bones and making chemical and petrol and they, you need that but they talk about the universe and, and they don't know anything. They're children, they're toddlers. So you, there's only a certain amount you can learn there. You have to go elsewhere, which is hard to do in the Western culture because you're trained to think a certain way. Whereas in the Eastern cultures, they're a bit more mature and they allow for ambiguities and things, even though we don't know exactly what it is. There's, but in the Western culture with science, I had to let it go that they don't know what they don't know and you can't change that because you're locked in. There's certain places you can't take mechanics. So you, I had to go move from there to another industry. And then I would do this from place to place and I'd realise, oh, these people are locked in. They're good, very good at one thing, but the overall arch of being the human being, it's all connected so if you're a scientist and you don't train uh, weights, you're limited in who you are because you don't know about what you think and what your weaknesses are. And you have to put a fire on that before you. So, so if you've got like from, a hench scientist. No, I don't mean that in terms of bulking up. Mm. It's you don't know anything about yourself. You haven't self-analyzed, like putting a flame to it. And you only do that with it. You can't do it in Western society nowadays because unless you go to war... And the only place you can do it is like going to a gym and know, actually, I quit and I don't follow things through and I don't do that. You can't know that. If you've gone from school to college, to college, university, and you science, you ain't got a clue about it. You don't know how to expand your mind. One person, one of the persons I did admire was Carl Sagan, a scientist. That's one person I latched onto when I was trying to learn about science. Yeah. And he wrote an article, I think it was called Mr. X, and it didn't get published by his wife till he died. And he was talking about smoking weed. Which, you know, scientists, if you haven't smoked weed to try to expand your mind, then you're not a scientist, mate. These people that are on the BBC and they've gone from professorship, this and that. 
And you go, you don't know anything about your mind. You, you're talking about, well, I don't believe in uh, marijuana and this and that. And you go, but you're supposed to be a scientist. Aren't you sort of a, a, a seeker for truth and honesty? And you, you know nothing. You've just gone from job to job. You know nothing. And they don't know about expanding your mind and how you have to think outside the box. It's just they're locked in. So I can't even learn from science anymore because I realize they're children. So Carl Sagan, one of the people I did lock on to because he said, from my life lead in science, which is most scientists admire him, by the way, astrologers, everybody. Yeah. But they don't like the bit where he says, I genuinely believe at the end of his life that there's, uh, there's um, parts of knowledge that cannot be accessed without chemicals. That he'd be, He said, I genuinely believe that at the end of my life. But they don't want to believe that. What they want to do is go from college to professorship and get my grant and do the thing. They're not really interested in expanding the mind or let me try with drugs to see what happens and how I... Uh, I have a friend, and he has uh, often said uh, that... <laughs> Is this a, I have a friend? I have a friend. Uh, he's a good friend. And he said that uh, uh, hallucinogenic drugs, uh, in particular magic mushrooms and stuff, uh, are an interesting uh, lesson to teach you that your uh, senses are very relative and can lie to you basically and he said that that's an important lesson to learn that yeah. actually the things the input the information that you're absorbing and the work the way that you see the world is completely relative and up to you and can just be dynamic dramatically yeah. altered with with chemicals or whatever but also with different perceptions and the way your brain chemistry works so yeah. everyone's perception is completely different everyone's view of the world is completely different the way we absorb information is completely different hence i was thinking about this the other day because we all ostensibly have the same uh, brain makeup uh, you know our bodies are shell, almost yeah, the yeah, same yeah. the brains are the same bodies the same you know we're all people and we grow yeah. up and hopefully and die and whatever um but we don't all like the same things no. and i and, and like because otherwise there'd be one film and everyone would like the film yeah and that would be the film that everyone watched and everyone would like but there's the song and then everyone yeah. like that song and everyone would like the same food but we don't and it's it's miraculous i know that there's lots of Biological and social conditioning and stuff and going on, but it's I think it's remarkable the divergence of opinions. Really, mm -hmm. well, that's what keeps the society alive. Being a mongrel, we all are varied, mm. so varied that one thing can get knocked off and what it doesn't knock all off. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that is a biological thing. Yeah. But you look, that there was in the fifties before LSD and all that become banned when they were actually doing studies on it. That was doing miraculous things to psychology, like it was giving people doses and understanding, but even like PTSD and things like that, and finding out there was a woman. I don't know if she was married to Clark Gable or something like that, and she had a drink problem, and she said she took acid or LSD one day, and she she saw a picture of her dead son in the mirror looking at her. And she said, I'd never thought about it till that moment that I've been guilty. I felt guilty about getting rid of that child. The whole time she saw the picture of the baby looking back at her. And what, do mean, like, what do you mean a picture of her dead? Uh, she, uh, sorry, she had an abortion. I see, okay. And she, she, now she's in her like 40s or something at the time. Yeah. She said, took LSD and she looked in the mirror and she saw a picture and then that changed her life because it was the things that you can't get to mm, because yeah, of all that the that sounds That just sounds like a... No, but I mean, you well, know. what was happening at the time, LSD was being used to treat people. Yeah, yeah. And it was doing literally, if you read it, it was doing miraculous things. But it was only when things become drugs and they started to well, using, using drugs for politics. Opium was used and, as. Yeah, well, all, LSD, the, all these things, yeah, uh, cocaine and stuff, they saw uh, marijuana, they all. Uh, painkillers aren't they yeah. but if you look at what's happening now with things like ayahuasca and all these things um do you know about ayahuasca no, dmt and all yeah. that I, I it's all know. these drugs people are taking which it sounds it's going to lead you down the wrong path but you know in the rainforest taking a drug and having a oh, trip okay. and all that they're mostly just hallucinogenic stuff 
But then these things called ayahuasca that people have started drinking this certain type of drink and people are just like flipping out and it's changing their life. And it's been going on for about six, seven years now. Well, longer actually. It's a, it's a traditional kind of yeah, thing, isn't it? But yeah. it's different to sort of just smoking a herb and it's like people, it's taking people to places where they're speaking to themselves and people are just coming back and going, what the fuck? And it's everyone, mate. Journalists have gone out there. Lawyers are going out like, people with me. And they're going, what the fuck was that? Like, that was, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. It's starting to get watered down now because people start doing it over here in rooms and it, it doesn't work because um, there's a whole, like, two-day process towards it. But the overarching, the problem is there's a, the, the bigger problem that fixes all this is spirituality. But I can't talk about it now. But it's like I have to sort of jump past it, even though that's the bigger thing. Because you're not really you, you're something else sitting inside you, and it's way back past your subconscious. And your subconscious, just once you get to there, you're now an ape. It's the mammalian brain, you know, you, all that sort of stuff. Your lizard and then brain, you, right up to what color you like in music. You like at the front, you go right to the back where it's got the vision and the sound and all that. But it's the thing sitting inside you that I knew from a kid. You're not. You're just sitting in this thing now because you need this lump of material to exist and you need time around it to exist in that thing so time itself is an illusion it doesn't exist it's been created and that's a bubble that you're locked in and you can't get out of it because you need it and your body is basically a spacesuit so you can experience what you're experiencing what you see in the mirror is nothing it just it's a car you're sitting in it's a spacesuit so you can ex- exist inside time but you need the time to experience everything it's what locks everything down so there's all these layers behind it but you have to accept with personal development and i don't say this to people are doing it but you have to know they're an ape and i had like 15 years working in security and very, very few scars worked in the worst, pla- worst places and people say how did you do this and how did you work there for all that time and nothing happened i'd come into a club and be the head doorman and go from like fights every night to like none and you go because i understand that you're basically a load of apes we're all apes so all you do is you know what an ape does it's, it's like you're looking at an ape in the jungle it's a bit more complicated a bit of nuance but you're basically an ape mm. like i was saying to you earlier about not getting shot and you just turn your back now that was before the recording was that before the recording yeah, yeah in case yeah, somebody pointed like, a gun at you once that bit? so you just turn their back because you're constantly making messages to each other with how you're looking yeah. if you just turn away somebody has to the pressure's all on him now so you have to make a decision plus he's getting nothing back so it's like, well, I you just kill this person or that does make it like if you're there, ego gets involved. So you, when you understand you're an ape, going back to the Ulysses impact, which is the first thing about personal development, forget the spirituality, even though you have to sort of work on that around it. You have to go, I'm here because of choices. I fuck, I chose to be this. If everything was shit, I chose to be here. If bad things happen and you can work around there. But again, how did, what did I choose to work around like that? Work around the problem. And when you know that you're actually a machine, that you can operate the levers, and sometimes yours doesn't work the better way that way. Sometimes you're just like a like a Schwarzenegger figure who's just go, 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 not thinking about anything else. Fuck everyone, go, go, don't care what I have to give up. If you're not that, you have to go, right, well, I'm not that. What am I? I'm most people. I'm actually fucking insecure and I'm full of shit and I pretend I'm a bit better and I pretend I'm a bit happier and I pretend and I pretend and I pretend. So you're constantly living your life through other people's eyes. You have to be very honest and go, well, it's two th- It's a good thing to it because you go, okay, I'm very honest. I'm um, uh, overweight and I've got no fucking money and I'm pissed off and the family thing. And now you go, yeah, so you can actually change everything because you chose to be here. Yeah. You chose to be here. You didn't do those things. You didn't do that thing. You didn't do that thing. You had too many of them. You did that. You didn't do that. You didn't do that. You chose it. I don't want to take any risk. I don't want to. So you chose to be where you are. 
the good thing is you can choose to get out of it and it can be as miraculous. All we have to do is start pulling the levers. But the first thing is to understand I'm an ape. I'm sitting inside a body. This body now, from what I've inherited, has proclivities towards this. I'm lazy. I can't do this. I'm better at that. I'm not good at that. And then you just start moving the levers around. Yeah. And you can be whoever you want to be next year. That's it. And then it goes on autopilot. And then you become that person. And now you don't have to keep on moving all those gears because now it's all in place. And now what do you want to do? Now I want to have this thing. Right, now you need to move the gears around that. And it's to do with people and letting go of the things and having things and adding things on. And, but it's like easy but all the answers are inside you. It's just you don't you have you don't have enough confidence in yourself, and you haven't seen it happen. You don't have any belief that things do change. So there's all these things intermingled with it. But it's basically understanding you're an ape. Um, I, I think that's a really interesting idea. Um, I I question potentially whether we are always in charge of our own lives and the decisions we make. But I do believe that yeah, I suppose self act the idea of self actualization. Um, self-awareness um is the acceptance that you do have agency to change things mm. and a lot of the time you think oh i grew up this way oh i'm here oh i have this job oh i have this relationship i'm from a poor background i have this i don't have opportunities i it's a perception that you know your your horizons are maybe limited yeah. due to social social circumstances uh, personal circumstances uh, biological circumstances but in order, you can. There, it is possible to by accepting age one's own agency. I do, i.e., the fact that you can change things. You don't. You don't have to be a slave to your environment. You know what I mean. You can change things, and that's, I suppose, what you're trying to say. No, that, as, much, yeah. as bad as it sounds, it's beautiful because yeah. you can actually change things. Yes, you can. The fact you're questioning, you, you it, become aware. You become yeah. aware that actually, like, I can change things. Yeah, the I gift. Don't, I don't need to just ride. Questioning in it, the way that's it. You've started. It's if you don't give a shit, and I've never thought of an introspection, then you're fucked. Yes. But the fact you're questioning it is beautiful. That's it. Yes. This is the day. So it doesn't matter what's happened. And I've said to people before, you have to understand, and it's it's very philosophical, and I don't like sounding like this, but it's more scientific than anything. And it's well, I mean, spoken about birthdays and things like that. But um, you have to let go of anything to do with your past like you're not you that person died you know that person last week 10 years ago that's dead don't keep thinking about yourself as this life from past to now because it's no i do sometimes refer to if i do something i go oh old andrew wouldn't have done that and there's not a specific time yeah but my point is yeah you have nothing to do with that person no it's nothing could be changed nothing could be done as i've said to but you may as well be talking about a film well, when's the Terminator come back? What are you talking about? Well, that's a fucking film. It's got nothing to do with anything. It's made up. You've, it's electrical impulses in your head. It does mm. not touch you. So let that go and now understand your life is now going forward. That's all you can control. So stop thinking about the thing and the past. You can't, it's like thinking about a brick wall. Like I saw a brick wall. It serves no purpose. It does nothing. I know it's romantic and it makes us feel good and it gives us emotions good and bad and if it is bad let it go but you it's nothing to do with you anymore it's nothing yeah. to do so your life is now going forward that's what your life is so why are you thinking about something that's nothing to do with you you're not that two-year-old kid that doesn't exist that 10 year old that 20 year -old, that person does not exist they don't even they're not even dead they evaporated and they're gone they do not exist so why you think about that all your control is now 
going forward. You need to think about that fucking person. Yeah. Stop dragging everything else behind you. I, I suppose the past is a, a theoretical concept, just like the yeah, future I don't is, understand why people... Th- it's like, what are you talking... It's this thing again, I've come from the outside, so mm. I don't know, I haven't learned... I mean, try thing. and use that change for good, though, people. Don't be, don't be Darth Vader saying, Anakin Skywalker is dead. <laughs> the name has no meaning. <laughs> no. no! I mean, if there's good things, good. fine, use them, yeah. but don't go, well, my life... You go, what are you talking about? You might as well yeah. talk about my background. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, but that's the good thing is to know that anything can be changed and you can go from nowhere. It's just how much are you willing to do? Yeah. And if I got a Schwarzenegger's brain and bunged it in yours, you'd immediately go off in that direction. It's nothing to do with you as a biology, biological person. It's how you think about what you can achieve. The problem with it is, is because nobody believes things can actually change. We see people on the TV that are special. Yeah. We don't see the story behind how they got there. Um, so it's just, that's what my personal development when I'm teaching is to do something where people can look at what I did and how I got there and go, right, he fucking had no luck, done it all on his own, had no money. So I can't, I've got no excuses now. Yeah. Lived on the street, you know, left home with violent back, right back from fucking toddler. Like, it's only bad. So, well, if he's had that life, then why can't I do start a shop and why I want to be a, an actress or a hairdresser? Like that, the, the, the horror that I've had to go through with no help. So you, you can flip things up, but the, the, to start with, you've got to be honest. You've got to go, what am I? What's wrong with Don't just try and go, well, my life is what it is, and I'm going to try and bolt some things on and go to a new yoga class. It's not going to change anything. You've got to change everything. If you've got a problem, if you're learning about personal development, that means you've got problems. It's not, so admit that. Um, but it's about, yeah, it's just being honest. And well, so we could get into the thing about the, the ape brain and the spirituality behind it. We don't even really have to worry about that if, if, if there's no need. But the main thing is just understand you're, you're on autopilot. You're an ape and you're sat in whatever you're sat in yeah. because of birth and neurology and all that that you've been given. And you just work the levers around that thing and you steer the ship. You're not you. You're the thing that you sit in. And you've got to go, what's wrong with this? What is good with this thing that I can use? And start moving the levers around it. And I always say the main thing with people doing anything is you're probably not that self-confident in yourself. And it's fine to go, I can't do this on my own. Let me find somebody else that also wants to do something because then I'll get off my arse when I know there's somebody else doing something that I then have to do my bit. That's fine. Mm. If you're a lazy son of a bitch and you go, I do want to do something, but I just can't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like, Forget the diet and all that would have to be changed. But you go, I don't know, I can't. I don't know. And they... You go, you know what you do? You find somebody else that also feels but they can do something different than you do. And now you feel a little bit better about yourself. Now you've got somebody to answer to and he's got somebody to answer to. Yeah. And now you get a third person and now suddenly it Being starts Being accountable moving. is often yeah. Even if thing, you're yeah. just a lazy bastard, that's fine. Most people aren't going to. But if you know there's other three people you've got to meet next week to do this thing, you'll then go, oh, I better do that thing. And then once you get the ball rolling, self-esteem then kicks in and it starts to stoke the fire. Now you you start to enjoy it and it's not this, oh, I don't know what the deal all the doors are closed to me but so even that's fine be a lazy fuck but as long as you're questioning it, it means you do want to do something yeah. if you sat here and somebody going oh shut the fuck up I don't care I just want to go and have a fag you go okay well then it's not for you it's not trying to sell it to everybody which is what personal development is look come to me and I'll help do everything for you but it's that that this is what I mean it's just it's all about following that person and I keep saying you don't follow me it's not about that I've just put a story out there you don't follow anything I did I might be able to tell you about doing a podcast or putting a magazine, but that you've got to find your right. If you try and do that and you're not interested in it, you're just going to go nowhere. Yeah. And I'm not special. And it's why I keep saying about the bad bits of me and the, un- not the bad bits of old poor, like the shitty bits, the f- sleeping in the fucking churchyard and what pathetic fucking things. Cause it's fine. That's life. That's leading life. 
and uh once you know that that's you can have that life and achieve something that knowing that is what teaches people. Now you yeah. find your own way, but you do need things like health and spirituality. You need to have some sort of fucking money coming in. In fact, our one, the, the wealth, um, uh, Kim Stevenson, who's, um, um, financial psychologist. I think he's only one in the world. Financial psychologist. Uh, financial psychologist. Financial psychologist. Yeah. And what does, took that, him sorry, what does that, <laughs> well, the idea is that it's not, the money's not the problem. Like he was, when he, when I started the magazine, I was saying to him, right, could we do something about obscure ways of making money? Like art, if you haven't got money, but invest in a piece of artwork. And he was saying to me, no, 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 he's still not getting it. The money's not the problem. You've got to control the money. Don't allow it to dictate what you can do. Having the money isn't going to solve things. You need, you need a little bit of money to live, but you don't need to be investing in property. That's not about that. You have to control the money. And I've sort of done it accidentally with, I now, if I get 10 quid, I have to make it do 100 quid's worth of work. I don't go, well, I need a £1,000 to do something. I think, what well, has somebody got a £1,000 right? I've got to figure out how to have what I've got and get £1,000 worth out of it to do something. I mean, we've talked things we've done with the pilot where you need a location. What does it cost? Well, it costs that amount, 1,800 quid. Why am I going 1,800 quid? Right, so how do I get around that? It can't be, I need money to make things happen. And when you do things and you realize, oh, you don't need money. You just need to do things. And when I was um, living on, the, not living on the streets, I come out of it, I would literally leave the house with no money and come back with a couple hundred quid without dealing drugs. Yeah. Because I, my brain has had assimilated to the fact of I've got nothing, but I need to pay for rent. So I wouldn't do anything until like the 27th of the month and then figure, right, how do I get the money for the rent? But I'd know because of my, how my brain worked and I knew what, this is what I used to do. So I'd go, uh, I'll speak to somebody and he's got a broken BCR. Right, I'll take that to so-and-so and get it fixed and then I'll sell it to who so-and-so and, and then I'll bring it back to him and then I'll give him a cut. And then with that money, there's a car up the road. Somebody said they want a car and it's 200 quid. I'll go to the guy. I'll say, look, I'm here now. I've got 150 quid if you want it. Come and get it. I'll get it. I'll spend 10 quid, clean it up, take it to him, sell it to 400. I'd do that every day. So your brain becomes used to the fact of not needing certain things. There are ways around stuff. So the psychology is about the money isn't the problem. The problem is how you use money. And that's what the financial psychology. So you need money. You need money to live. It's not, but you need spirituality, health, wealth, and culture. And even though I write the spirituality section, it's more psychology because I realize you have to word it. As long as you're getting the message, it doesn't matter. So I just put it in psychological terms, um, but it's basically takes you down the same road. But you need those things. The culture thing, I mean, you go, well, the culture, you go, no, you need to understand this. you're not what you you know. So even when I was putting the magazine together, I didn't know about culture, I didn't know about art or history. I thought it was nothing to do with me, even though that's personal development my thing. And it's only when people got introduced in my life and introduced me to things that I thought, I'm not fucking interested in that. Then I started to go, oh, right. And, that, and what learning about different things did, forced upon me, was make me realise, Oh, I'm not that person that's interested in those things there. Everything's interesting. It's yeah. just I'm delusional. I thought it's not. Certain things are only interesting to certain people. It's only because you don't know. You, I could show you a, a ballet or whatever. You go, Jesus Christ, I've got to sit through three hours of this. And it'd be shit and it'd be boring. But if before that, I sent you to a ballet school. I said, you're just going to be here for a year and you're going to talk to that head teacher of the Royal Ballet and you're going to learn about the history and you're going to meet some people and you're going to hear about a Cuban girl that came here. And now she's here. She's going to tell you she was inspired by somebody. And you went away and read that book. And it's all. And then you, then you went and watched the ballet. You'd go, oh, I know why they make that move there. I know what that story means. I know that the composer that did that thing. Yeah. 
And then you'd go, oh, the world is interesting. I just fucking thought, like, you're only interested in certain things. It's good you haven't got any. I said to somebody recently, if you watch bin men, put bins out. You go, right, there's the bins. They go, collect them. If you had to do the job for a week and you learnt what bin did what and the problems they have because of people parking or not putting bins here or the rules that they had to do and you stuck with them a week and you realise, oh, that bin that flips like that, that splashes on them, they use those bags, so that causes them problems there or, like I said, the, the wheelie bins without the wheels that do the thing. If you stuck with them for a week... And then you suddenly went back and you saw bin men doing stuff. You'd suddenly become, oh, don't think because that causes a problem. Oh, you know that thing that he wears there? That's because that happens. You know that bin there? We should never do because that cause. Yeah. So everything's interesting. It's just you've got no reference points. For it. So you think, well, I'm not interested in that. I'm just interested in what I've done I, so I, far. I talked to my postman uh, last month, a couple months ago. And he was telling me about different letterbox types. Oh, right. Yeah. And like how difficult it was to post through different letterboxes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was saying, you know, you know like, oh. he was saying, oh, um. Certain ones are annoying and certain ones yeah. are difficult. Just they even they, that, so they screw what, up all the letters yeah. and stuff. And I was like, oh, I didn't really think about that. No, that's, that's what I mean. So the culture thing was put in because if you you have to be forced to make it interesting to you. So then you go, oh, I'm interested in things, which then leads you into looking yourself at the world because now you know. So it's sort of taking the visor. So when we put art and cooking in there, like the cooking bits, cooking for those who can't cook, that's who it's designed for. It's not for people who can cook, it's for people who can't cook. So everything in there is designed for people that aren't interested in cooking and don't know how to cook and don't know what things are. That's for you. With the hope that somebody reads the art section, somebody reads about the music, somebody reads about the cooking, and maybe you go to the cooking bit more than the art thing. Or the, But somewhere along the line, it teaches you the world is interesting. Um so that's what the culture, but even though it's not, it's about you wanting to learn. That's what it is. That, that's that's what I, I like about, I like about print media is that it does give you a, a broad range of yeah. topics like magazines. I think this is what we're kind of missing in the internet age is that you click on articles oh, that, the echo that, specific, things, yeah. that specifically you are interested in. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, for instance, newspapers, I used to buy a newspaper and I used to, not necessarily read every article, but flip through it, read the headlines, flip through a bit, and you know, look at the pictures and stuff. Oh, what's all that about? And like, I would read about stuff that I wouldn't necessarily, yeah. um, what well, I don't read about now yeah. because I had more of a. I think they give you more of a holistic. They used to give you more of a holistic view of the world and what was happening, and I don't feel that anymore because the clickbaity titles, targeted advertising, and they know what's working, what people want to read, and they are putting articles more like that. Yeah, more. yeah, when I think about the fact of them... Again, they're giving people what they want to hear, yeah, rather, I, rather than actually yeah, what's going on. your mind. Yeah. When I think about... When they say, oh, we'll give people more what they want and it helps you, I go, that's the fucking worst thing in the world. That's sort of like with our genetic code. If we all start going, right, let's all get down to a single genetic code. <laughs> you go, no, you can't do that. That's what's going to kill us. You go, well, we're going to give you more what you like and we're going to cut out the rest. You go, but then you're making people horrendously ignorant. Like, why are we going down this road? I want to see a load of films out and go, what one's that in the middle? That I've, Rather than just look at horror or look at thing, I want something to pop out. So to think that they're going, oh no, we've got this amazing thing where we can filter out everything you don't want to know. You go, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. That's the last thing you want to do with people. And that's when you start getting racism popped up and things like that. Well, just, just even small things like the net, the algorithm on Netflix. I mean, just because you click on one thing, yeah. um, it all of a sudden comes up with, yeah. oh, you must like horror films yeah. and just bombard you with horror films. It's like, yeah, I, I like lots of other <laughs> yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? I like a broad range of stuff. And like sometimes I have to go through all the menus quite far down and then it goes, oh, 60% uh, <laughs> uh, like prob- uh, 
percentage like and i'm like no i really do like that, that that's an amazing thing i thought that yeah, blew me away when i saw that. that that would be an idea um, to do that but it makes money i think so that's all they care about is making money again it's sort of front loading top yeah. loading what uh what they want you to so, so the magazine is actually I, as i said to the the, the editor and everyone else it has to be designed for people that aren't into this industry that's what i'm aiming for yeah and it all has to be bled into a certain way so it makes sense and also it's clunky um and i've got to pause the show there yeah, because there's going to be a part two. To oh, is that? Dum dum dum. Because it's quite. It's a big thing. It's. Should not we leave on a cliff? Are we leaving on a cliffhanger then? And the killer was <laughs> no. no. Uh, what what could be a cliffhanger? Personal development. Uh, Why is it personal development two point Ah, that is a story actually. Yeah, it's not, everything yeah. everything that's on there is for a the reason. future. Even the two point no no personal development no. So come back and you'll find out why it's called personal development. Okay. Does that mean zero. there was a secret 1.0? That, is this like no, no, in no. Uh, Moon no, where you out there or other clones? It was just going to be personal development. It was, it's a computerised term, obviously, but yeah, it yeah. sort of worked for what I was trying to do, Fair which enough. I'll start the show with next time Okay, on the VLUT podcast. <laughs> next time. <laughs> dun, dun. Uh, Charles, you all right? Yeah. How you doing, mate? Uh, very very well thank you yeah, yeah. no I've had a oh, I've got two jumpers I've got a jumper and a shirt to bring in everyone's pilfered the rest of them off so you might well. get to a new bit of clothing next oh week. okay excellent I think I know who the, each one would be for but I can't say <laughs> who <laughs> uh, Andrew right mate yeah right yeah <laughs> thanks for all the, the what do you call them the advent calendar yeah, you, that you showered savaged. this team with the advent calendars yeah so I appreciate that you're welcome uh, it's already finished yeah yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll see you next week then mate for part two yeah yeah, yeah. what a weird ending to the show that was that was I'll be honest that was. Well, let's just say bye then alright bye. bye everyone bye, bye guys bye. and girls <laughs> Shadows on the wall And the bartender screams That's cold I'm in the corner With my head in the dream To myself I quietly think So many things to get you off And I go up and I scoff And take another drag of my cigarette And I don't mind If the sun don't shine Cloudy weather suits me fine Pour another glass of wine